This is Straight Ahead with the 606 Club of London and David Lewis.
very warm welcome back. It is once again two hours of jazz with myself, David Lewis, and being the last Wednesday of the month, I'm back in the company of Joe Harrop on Straight Ahead. Hello. Joe, hello, hello. We're making quite the habit of this, aren't we? You know, I truly think that the months are getting shorter. I think they are. I have had two gigs. So it's um, it's starting very slowly and there's a few more in the book. So um, they are socially distanced gigs. So it's um, I'm hoping that the venues can sustain being this way um, and, you know, still be able to open, you know, in some way, shape or form that they can um, afford to keep opening at only half capacity because it's, it's a bit crazy, really. Yeah, well, we'll talk about the dynamics of the gigs as we as we go along. So that was three days sucker by the Buddy Rich Big Band. But I think we're, <laughs> we're all about playing dad's favourites. Obviously, I was very heavily influenced by my dad and, and getting to see Buddy Rich. And then we've got one of your dad's favourites coming up next, haven't we? <laughs> Yeah, my dad and I, we both love Tony Bennett um, and my mum as well. She, she's a big Tony Bennett fan too. We, we went to see him last last summer, I think it was. I lose track of the year. Yeah, last summer at the Royal Albert Hall and, he, at Hall and he's still fantastic. Um, and this is a beautiful duet with somebody he holds in very high regard, um, a lady who he describes to be on the same... Uh, level of singing as Billie Holiday I've heard him describe and this is uh, a lady called Katie Lang who is duetting on a song called Because of You with Tony Bennett Because of you There's a song In my heart Because of you my romance had its start Because of you the sun will shine The moon and stars will say you're mine Forever and never I only live for your love and your kiss. It's paradise to be near you like
can smile because of you. And that was the first of Joe's choices on Straight Ahead this month. Katie Lang, along with Tony Bennett's uh, heavily influenced as we heard by her parents. And uh, a little bit later on, we should be talking about your gig that's coming up in a few hours' time back at the six. You did the lockdown gig, and now you're actually going to be there with, with an audience once again. So shall we carry on with some music? Another lady that you've chosen? Well, yes. Um, I have chosen this swinging little number by the sultry swinging Peggy Lee uh, because she would have been 100 this year and that's quite an age. Um, She lived up until 80 something I think but she recorded 60 albums and over 600 songs and wrote a lot of them herself and and had awards and friends in high places and she just um, you know when you listen to a Peggy Lee song it brings quite a lot of like quite a lot of joy, you know, she's got that lovely voice. Um, so he is as long as I live, Harold Arlen song. Maybe I can't live to love you as long as I want to. Life isn't long enough, baby. But I can love you as long as I live. Maybe you can't give me diamonds and things like you want to. But I promise you, baby. sultry swinging Peggy Lee um, with As Long As I Live. Um, Next up, we've got uh, a a deep um, track recorded this year um, to raise money for the Black Lives Matter movement uh, by Alina Hip Hop, Tony Kofi on saxophone and um, Joe Prime on drums. And this is a beautiful version of John Coltrane's Alabama, which was a song written um, after Martin Luther King's speech after the bombing um, at the Baptist Church in Alabama, which uh, which killed four beautiful little black girls and injured many more people. Um, so this is a very, very deep and meaningful song. And if you go and purchase this from 
Bandcamp, it does um, raise money for uh, charity for Black Lives Matter. So um, here is Alabama, followed by a Betty Carter track, Isn't It Romantic?
is an infomatic music in the night. A dream that can be had is an infomatic moving shadows right. The oldest magic word I hear the breezes playing in the trees above. While all the world is saying you were meant for love, isn't it romantic really to be young? On such a night as this, isn't it romantic? Every note that's sung is like a lover's kiss, sweet symbols in the moonlight. Do you mean that I will fall in love for chance? Isn't it romantic? Isn't it romantic? Soon I will have found some boy that I adore. Isn't it romantic? While I sit around, my lover can scrub my blood. He'll kiss me every hour, or he'll get the sack. And when I take a shower, then he can scrub my back. Isn't it romantic? On a moonlight night, he'll cook me onion soup. Children are romantic. And if we don't fight, we soon will have a tube. We'll help the population. It's a duty that we are duty oppressed. Isn't it romantic? Romantic. You are listening to Joe Howe, myself, David Lewis, on the 606 Club Straight Ahead Show. And we just had a couple of tracks for you there back to back. Uh, the track that just finished off behind me was uh, Betty Carter and Isn't It Romantic? And before that, we heard from three wonderful musicians with their take on a Coltrane uh, number, Alabama. It was by Alina, Tony Kofi and Joel Prime. And uh, it's a track, as Joe mentioned, if you go over to Bandcamp, all the proceeds will go to their chosen charity, uh, all to do with Black Lives Matter. So Liz Wright is a lady that I think you brought to the show on a number of occasions, obviously somebody that you really like. Why put this uh, particular Liz right track then oh i love this this is a, a really beautiful song called stop but she i love the the treatment of it and um the way it flows it's just quite sexy kind of lovely um song even though it's got a sad meaning of course but it's uh, i don't know it's just beautiful let's just let the music speak for itself don't tell me to stop tell the rain not to drop Tell the wind not to blow Cause you said so Tell me love is true It's just something we do Tell me everything I'm not to shine not to get up this time let it fall by the way leave me where I lay tell the leaves not to turn don't tell me I'll learn take the black off a crow but don't
like the mouth of a grave Not to stare up at me Like a calf on its knees Tell me love isn't true It's just something we do Tell me everything I'm not lovely voice of Liz Wright and stop. So we mentioned towards the top of the show that uh, in actual fact you have got a gig at the six in just a few short hours time. I think we're finishing at two in the morning. You're there what seven thirty, eight o'clock? I know talk about like doing nothing for five months and then just getting <laughs> right back in the swing of it. It's um, torture. <laughs> sing, woman, sing woman sing. So what can we expect? What can we expect at your gig? I don't limbs? know. Do you know what? It's been such a roller coaster. It's like you might have a gig, you might not. You might have a gig, you might not. Can we open the club? I'll let you know on Friday. And so, honestly, don't get much time to prepare. So, I don't know what we're in for. <laughs> Who's the band that you've called on? It'll be nice. Um, Jamie McCready on guitar because um, he really is just one hell of a player. We just have such a good time together. Mm. We lock in so well and we have the album together. So, we're probably the most rehearsed out of any other band members, I guess, because <laughs> we've been in touch the whole lockdown and done videos and such um jihad darwish on the double bass who's a beautiful player very... he does appear on the album doesn't he on one track doesn't he he's got he's on the last track on That's it right. yeah he is he's a bit of a rock my, and roll my jazz favorite player. yes he's he's a rock and roll jazz player he's a bit cool and and i just love what he does and Pete adam hill on drums who is just my favorite drummer he's just he's just swinging like crazy but he's out of the box as well he just throws in a curveball and the three of them work magically together they really 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 do um sound good together so i think it's going to be a beautiful gig i'm just halfway through deciding a set list and uh, the next artist we've got up is gregory porter somebody i know both you and i love and he's been a busy man and i think possibly earning a bob or two as well because he was at the uh, the nasa launch for the mars mission recently he had the official soundtrack i think it was concord is the track of his latest album which i think is released this coming friday on blue note um so he's been keeping his profile very high and uh, oh the standard the in crowd what a lovely song you've chosen I'm in with the in crowd. I go where the in crowd goes. I'm in with the in crowd. I know what the in crowd knows. Any time of the year, don't you hear? Dressing fine, making time. We breathe up and down the streets. We're getting respect from the people we meet. They make way day and night. They know the in crowd is out of sight. I'm in with the in crowd. I know the latest dance. When you're in the in crowd, so easy to find romance. Any time of the year, don't you hear? 
If it's square, we ain't there. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. We make every minute count. Our share is always the biggest amount. Other guys imitate us, but the original is still the happening at the six check out the website at 606club.co.uk all right so we mentioned earlier this evening that um we had a special guest going to join us tonight on the show and um and we have been quite excited to have this lady on for quite some time it's taken us a while to get hold of her hasn't busy, it just i know busy lady that she is um <laughs> but I would love to introduce my friend and fellow singer and wonderful person, Miss Esther Bennett. Hello, my darling. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you doing? Good. It's Miss, by the way. Miss. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm still so, calling old-fashioned. I know I'm not going to get many words in here, but Esther, hello. Hello, darling. How are you? <laughs> I'm very well. Yeah. Very well. Yeah, just keep your mouth open, and when you get a chance, you yeah, know. I'll put my hand up and I'll wait my Sorry, turn. Dude. Forgot, forgot you were there for most, a second. Most people oh. do, is a sad truth of the facts. But Esther, hello, it's lovely finally to get you on. I know we've been trying for a good few months now, but uh, you're ours now for the next little while. So, And I know you've been busy as well. And we're going to cover all that you've been up to through the course of uh, this year, getting things recorded and put down finally. So how has 2020 been for you? Is that a silly question? Well, I mean, um, it started off with quite a few uh, gigs in the book up until... Uh, June, including in Spain. It's a jazz club that I do regularly, which of course has closed down and possibly permanently now. Mm. Um, 
14 to 15 gigs. And at the very beginning of March, I thought I could see that people were saying, oh, this is cancelled. And, you know, it had all started to bubble up. And I just mentally cancelled them all. I thought, this is done. Uh, for the, You know, these these are not going to happen. Um, a couple of team of jazz and another one uh, emailed and said, well, look, let's talk about September. And I thought, if you like, because, uh, yeah, th- thankfully clubs are opening up, as we know, including our wonderful 606. But, you know, it's still shaky ground, isn't it? So, I mean, I can't say I've not enjoyed a five-month holiday and, uh, and <laughs> off the clock. Oh, I must be writing more emails. I must be hustling more, you know. I've enjoyed mm-hmm. that. There are bonuses. Yeah. But, I mean, Joe, that was exactly the same story when we were talking back in, I think, March yeah. or April. You were saying literally the diary got scrubbed, didn't it? So, Yeah, just... yeah it was one or two at first. And then some people were like, likewise, people were saying, well, September, so at least you'll still happen in September. I remember my manager saying to me brightly, and I said, oh, good. <laughs> Something to look forward to. <laughs> and, <laughs> it is, not... and it is coming true. So there you go. These managers, they know their stuff, you see. No. It's, they get paid it's big not, money for not... their knowledge. but the clubs are opening up now you've both got gigs again haven't you uh yeah things are starting to slowly come back for me i don't know about you esther how's it for you but you know not too near i've got a couple of restaurants there's a nice little restaurant i'm doing manuel and gypsy hill got that in and then i've got uh, i we'd organize a tour i work sometimes with a saxophonist the lovely saxophonist called hannah horton yes and uh, we have a project and we've done quite a few gigs. And we would, we'd got a little tour set up in the West Country with a Craig Milverton trio. He's fabulous. You know, St. Ives, Tinworth yeah. um, oh, Jack, Blue Vanguard. Of course, they all went. But we're starting to reinstate that. And we've got St. Ives in and Tim are going to reschedule and hoping that Peggy's will. And, you know, I had been, yeah. as we, we'll talk about later, I'd been concentrating on um, songwriting, really, which is, you know, not a new thing for me, but new in my, new in, 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 in well, yeah, really it is new because I've never really used them much or done it as a project. But, um, yeah, we, I've got to get back hustling properly and I will, you know. No, I'm just waiting. I've got these two little EPs to launch and the Hannah Haunton project and it's, you know, I've got, I've got to start selling again, you know. Which yeah, again is something we've all got to get used to is is the hustling idea and actually getting back to the graft of promoting yourself and working and you know obviously preparing the sets for the gigs themselves. Yeah, yeah, I, I quite enjoy admin. I call it Jasmine, um, <laughs> and it's Mondays and Tuesdays, Wednesdays, push it through to Thursday. You know, but you always feel you should be doing more, and you just got to increase the push. Really, you know, I mean, it took me years and years not to be shy. I, I think I slightly came into jazz in an era where marketing yourself as a bit woo, uncool and not really, you know, spiritually creative. And of course, it's different now. And and with the social media, it you know, the the upside of social media, it's a, you can send all this stuff and, and internet is at the push of a button, you know. Well, I know Joe and I have talked a lot because obviously Joe has be, had to get used to promote yourself, haven't you? And and I know mm. you've said at times, even you feel awkward about it, but it's a massive part of a musician's armoury now to make sure people know where they can see you. Well, it is yeah. uncomfortable, isn't it? It's like, it's like, please, me, me, me all the time. I don't know how you feel about it, Esther, but you were one of the people at the beginning of when I first started to do it. And I think I confided in you and said, God, how do I do this? And you said, it's part of the business. You have to do it. And 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 made me feel a lot more confident about doing it because it's, it's a bit uncomfortable, actually, constantly posting posters up of yourself. How do you find that, Esther? 
Well, one thing I will say, if, if I knew you were going to do so well, I probably wouldn't have told you that. <laughs> 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 that well, no. Um, it's the enemy within, you see. Joking. <laughs> but, um, okay, she's great. Um, well, it's a separation thing, isn't it? You know, I, uh, you have to treat yourself as a product or, mm. I mean, it's slightly relevant in that I did quite a bit of acting through the 90s, um, fringe theatre and things like that. Yes, we and want to talk about that. You sort of set, you know, you see yourself, it, it, to, to get outside of yourself and see yourself as a product, it takes a while and you've got to believe in what you're doing. And for me, that took a long time because, mm. as we all know, I started to go to and then later work at the 606 a long time ago. And that that was mind-blowing. The, the standard, the level of talent was so. You know, there's always been quite a high yardstick that I wanted to aspire, wanted to aspire to. But it's it's, it's separating, isn't it? And, and it's not what you do; it's the way you do it. I mean, you do it well. You know, you, we all, I think, most of us do it well. You don't think, oh God, look at them showing off. <laughs> you know. No, and I can honestly say, looking on as a layman, you expect to see that from the artists. You know, I will go on to Instagram or Twitter wanting to see what recordings you've done, when they're coming out, where you're playing, what you're up to. Even if it's just studio pictures, it's the kind of thing that keeps us as listeners interested. Yeah, That's interested. And, and you go, it's not overkill. It's not like you're hammering it, you know, six, seven, eight times a day. It's just a nice regular feed of what you're doing yeah. so that we know where, what you're up to and you know how you're filling your time and what we can look forward to hearing so i think it's a very positive thing that's good as long as it's balanced i think exactly that yeah yeah exactly but that. i mean you know it's interesting because even things like heidi vogel said to me once when uh duncan lamont passed away you know and i and i was very conscious that his son's a, a musician we worked together and he's online and i didn't really want to take over the family in my posting of it you know, it's just not me as well to sort of do too much of that. But Heidi said, but you know, what? all those musicians and, and you, they, you kind of owe it to them as well. It's not just about you saying it. People mm. want to hear you celebrate. And I can't remember exactly what she said, but she, she worded it so much better than I am now. But it was so true. And it's like, it's not always about you. And you've just echoed that, David, by saying people need to want to see that. It, and it's still, I still think I could be, we all probably think we could be pushier and just go for it and not be so shy. Because we often think of our peers and we think, oh, God, are they going to think we're showing off? It doesn't matter, yeah. does it? Well, Americans put, are great at this, aren't they? You know? Put it this way. It's a very simple analogy. We follow you for a reason. If we elect to follow you on social media, it's because we actually want to know what you're doing. And if we didn't like the cut of your jib, for want of a better phrase, we, we wouldn't be following you. So by the fact we've hit yeah. that follow button, we want to know what you're up to. We want to be involved in your virtual life, in your online Breakfast, life. Just to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps, perhaps less, less on the food pictures, yeah. But um, no, I think it's, it's a really critical, important point. So you mentioned there that you were also an actress. Your background, has it been in theatre? Because apart from the singing, you've got other creative elements as well, haven't you? Well, at 16, I went to art college. I went to art college originally. Um, I'll try and I, I'll try and condense it. I went to art college. That's how I came to London. At the same time, really, roughly around the same time, I was into music. It was 1990. Jazz FM had just started. There was the Vortex. There was the 606. You know, the Spice. I mean, it was really happening. You know, and the Wag Club because in Birmingham, you know, Birmingham's a very multicultural. There's a lot of music going on, and I still go back. Reggae, soul, funk, jazz. Mostly was roughly where I'm from. 
lot of music there. There still is, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was into clubbing and soul. You know, I've had that conversation with you because mm. I listen to uh, for the soul as well. And I, mm. uh, you know, I grew funk. So the wag would be Wednesday night funk and soul dancing, and Monday night was a jazz night. <laughs> and that's just one of many things that was going on, and. I was at art college. I bought a saxophone. So I was originally playing saxophone. Aha. Uh-huh. Alto tenor? Soprano? Al- Al- alto. Right, I still yep. got it. Yep, yep. And, uh, Do you still I'm play? Got, well, I've had my music stand out since the beginning of lockdown. Alex Garnett fixed it up again for me a couple of years. And mm-hmm. I got it out and realized, oh, yeah, I can still play it. And I got a nice sound. And uh, I mean, Basically, I, I, went, I started fairly late, really, but I went to every workshop under the sun and the city lit and the Guildhall Summer School and, uh, you know, all that. I did mm. it sort of. But I didn't ever really play to a standard that I wanted to. You know, and people say, oh, it's not about that. And he said, well, it, it was for me. I wanted to be able to play really good jazz, you know. Mm. So I was doing act. I went to art college. I was into that, did, did acting, did dance as well, you know, dance classes all the time. And the saxophone and singing and I got to a point. I don't, I, was doing little I, don't, I don't know about you, Joe. I'm feeling very inadequate. No, I was working, but not on a fully professional level, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was then, I was, you know, gig, then I suddenly, I did a little cassette. I was working with John China. It was a, one of Duncan the Contemporaries, one of those great piano players who did all, you know, would go, would be working all the time and doing TV shows and all that sort of thing. Great pianist. And he knew all the songs in every key. And and then suddenly I thought, I've got to do one. Because yeah. with the acting anyway, <laughs> eventually I had an agent come to see me who said, great, you know, American, I need to see you do RP. And I put on a show with a friend who is an actor, a working actor now. We did it at the Soho Theatre. Tried to do RP, RP. And at the end he said, do the stick to the Birmingham. I just couldn't lose it. I decided to go down that path, and and that was when I thought you've got to do one. You can't, you know, spread yourself too thin. And singing seemed to it pulls in everything: acting, dance, mm. uh, arts. Whether it's your, you know, and people do say, I'm, um, you know, you you you're telling that story a bit. I mean, people like Claire have done acting. She was at uh, Claire Martin. Martin, was at, yeah. Uh, one of the stage schools, Ian's an actor, you that, know. That I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know. Yeah. But yeah, I, I can say that I, um, when I first saw Esther sing, I loved the way that she tells the story. She's extremely expressive in her singing and, and I love the emotion and the story that you get across. Esther, you tell you tell it there's a particular Duncan song that you sing, Duncan Lamont song that you sing. Um, I, told I, I told you so that I just fell in love with when I heard you say it. You, you just believed every single word. It was lovely. And, oh. and I love that. I love the way that you tell a story when you sing. I'm getting all emotional now. Yeah. <laughs> well, before you, get, before you get emotional, let's play one of your tracks. You've been kind enough to send through a number of tracks to play on the show this week. And the first one I thought we'd listen to is just Mia Horn. A very contemporary young talent, a wonderful singer. And why particularly this track? And why, when did Jismir become on or come onto your radar? Well, the good thing about lockdown is I started to listen again to a lot of new stuff that wasn't just for research or for a sh- for a gig or show. Mm. And I've decided in my choices to go across the pond because there's so many great singers in London, and I know most of them, and I, and of course 
you know, I don't want, and I think, oh, should if I pay Dean, I should pay Claire or Joe. You know, mm-hmm. you're all great. You know, so I've decided to pick American ones. But the new girls, you know, there's uh, Cecile McLaren Sovan and Judy Jackson, and uh, and they know their stuff, and they've got every. She's got everything. It swings. She's got soul. She scats a vocal range. It's jazz. You know, this is. This track is what, and the subject matter, free your mind, living in the moment. It's very much my way of existential thinking, you know. And for me, this, she's got everything here. This is a jazz, this is a jazz track, you know. She's got everything for, that for me is jazz. Okay, well, let's take a listen. Jasmine Horn and Free Your Mind. Free your mind and let your thoughts expand. Take your time. Only on your command mm-hmm. Free your mind And let your thoughts expand Just unwind Look to the promised land Don't hold on to hatred That can be a heavy load You can be free, lifted Take you where you want to go Freedom's alive inside, child, woman, and man. Free your mind, just let your thoughts expand. Take your time, you will find love is kind and sublime when you free your mind.
track i can see why you're into it. and one of the other names that i've been into through lockdown going away from the states is melody gardo i've become oh, yeah. she's lovely to listen to beautiful she's beautiful talent i did send a tweet to her asking if she'd let me interview her. nothing back mm. when she first came out and then she had a real push and resurgence she used to come to the six you know and hang with the and that. yeah and joe you've yeah. been getting back busy gigging again haven't you as well so uh, say busy you've had two gigs well, busy, busier <laughs> by comparison busier than i was a month ago yeah no um a nice a nice couple of little gigs but obviously it's still half capacity at the minute so it's um still quiet but it, but very sweet and lovely and and um just good to be back and remind myself that i can still a sound still comes out when i open my mouth well because of course, i haven't been practicing at all really do you, you just girls get at all ring rusty through not being on stage I always keep my hand in by doing vocal work anyway. I, I think both of us really would have had something to work on. So there hasn't been that. I don't think there's been that time, has it? Because even if you haven't got a gig for a few weeks, you're working on something. Yeah, not singing, though. I think I've been working on songwriting and, and listening like you have, but I haven't been um, singing. And, and I do notice, I always compare it to not going to the gym for a while is the muscles are mm, mm. so, so when I did the gig my voice was well rested so it actually performed really well but then yeah. I was very tired the next day I was very croaky because it wasn't used to doing the work so I, I guess like if you're in the mood to go back to the gym and you haven't been for a while you might go hell for leather thinking like hey let's go yeah. and then and then the next day you ache so I guess that's what it's like in a oh, way that was yeah. going to be one of my questions actually because again I like to kind of ask questions from a, a layman's point of view not being a performer but do you find Find towards the end of a gig, if you haven't been singing regularly, that you, that you can feel the voice is tiring, even you know towards the end of a second forty-five minute set. Yeah, probably, well, not not actually during the set. The I day mean, after, but I don't look after my voice at all. I drink and I don't get sleep, and I talk after the gigs and do all the things that I shouldn't do. Well, you know what you're saying about the thing is about if you haven't been performing a while. Mm-hmm. I think a week before a gig. Um, I would be doing a few days of vocal work anyway and working on things. And there's always different parts of my voice that I still haven't achieved, so I'd aim for something, even if it's two notes. So really, by the time the gigs comes, I'd feel, it's like you say, you you, you, you train, you do a bit of warm-up, not just warm-up on the day, you know, you, you put a bit of work in, like you would if you were playing a game of football, you know. I, 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 enjoy, I enjoy doing stuff at home. I've always done... You know, exercises as, as I know Joe does. It's all not as much even as I'd like to, but I I like I've got that sort of silly school 
mentality where I like to say, oh, it's PE today. <laughs> Lesson. You know, I, lo- I love learning for learning's sake. So, Well, maybe, nice. maybe we should hear you sing. We've got a track now of yours. Yeah. Just in time. Uh, oh, yeah. From the album of the same name. There you go. And the personnel on the album? Leon Greening on piano. Uh, Ollie Hayhurst on bass or Simon Little. <laughs> we, we keep having this thing where they can't get they, they Which tracks they did. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, and Ollie was like, at 70, oh, I'd like, I wish, I like, I wish, I, I wish it was me there because I like that one. So we yeah. just sort of say, I'll oh, say anybody. Um, and um, Mark Fletcher on drums. Marvellous. So, yeah. for the first time on the show this week, we're going to hear Esther singing Just In Time. Just in time, I found you just in time Before you came, my time was running low I was lost, losing dice were tossed My bridges all were crossed, nowhere to go And now you're here, and now I know just where I'm going No more doubt or fear, I'm on my way For love came just in time, you found me just in time and change my lonely life that lovely day yeah just in time i found you just in time before you came my time was running low i was lost the losing dice were tossed my bridges all were crossed nowhere to go now you're here and now i'm not just where i'm going no more doubt or fear I'm on my way for love came Just in time I found you just in time And changed my lovely life that lovely day Just in time, I found you just in time Before you came, my time was running low I was lost, the losing dice were tossed My bridges all were crossed, nowhere to go Now you're here, 
And now I know just where I'm going, no more doubt or fear. I'm on my way. For love came just in time. You found me just in time and changed my lonely life. And changed my lonely life. Changed my lonely life that lovely day. And we'll be hearing more from Esther in just a short while's time. But you've both been in the studio. See the power and the beauty of social media. I kind of know this. Well, in the studio. Yeah, because I've seen you've had some studio sessions, haven't you? Yeah, I, I um, was in the studio um, twice. Last week was quite an eventful week, actually, thinking back on it. I did a, a session recording some demos that I've written with Paul Edis. And mm. um, then I went in with my friend Hannah Lesanth and was writing and demoing up uh, four tracks with her as well. So this is all in uh, kind of getting a little song bank together for a new album. And it's going to be pretty much original stuff. So that's quite scary, but exciting at the same time, because I started to get to a point where I thought I've done a couple of jazz standard albums and I need to do something different now. So, mm. yeah, it's all in, it's all going down that line. So it's it's about keeping the focus there, really, because... Um, I have so many different influences. When but you say, you know, going away from the jazz, is that because you don't necessarily want to be pigeonholed as purely a jazz singer? You'd like to no, just express yourself in different ways? I've never thought of myself as just a jazz, not just a jazz singer is the wrong thing to say, as, as a jazz singer. And I think of myself as a singer who sings jazz, but I think I bring different elements to music as well because I've come up through pop and mm. of singer-songwriter route. Um so I wouldn't want to lose that, but I wouldn't want to lose the jazz. That would be crazy because I've just built up um, the last four years have been all about jazz. Um, and I love jazz standards so much, but I feel like there's always been that creative side of me that needs to write and wants to write and sing new material as well, because that's what the jazz singers did back in the day. They were kind of singing new material and, and that material now is old material. Mm -hmm. So unless you coming up with it in really new creative inventive ways it's kind of you know you're, you're and I, I don't play an instrument so I don't arrange songs really so I think for me it's about doing something new now rather than coming up with arrangements of, of the old songs and I'll, I'll definitely come back to the jazz standards but I just for now I feel like I need to be creative and, and getting back to that songwriter place it's, it's in me and it's been burning to get out and I think this lockdown has, has let a lot of stuff out so hopefully I'm going in the right direction that's but a story that's a story I've heard from many musicians, actually, that uh, through the lockdown they found the time to be creative again because you're not involved with the hustle and bustle that we've mentioned of mm. promoting, gigging, whatever. You've actually had time to get back to writing or to practising. I think I've seen that Brandon, for instance, has picked up the clarinet recently, you know, and you're all trying yeah. different things. Um, and I think that has been – and the reason I was running this series of interviews way back at the, in March, and we've not missed a week since then, is just because, you know, I want to know what you guys were up to and how you're keeping yourselves create or keeping your creative hands in. And it's been a fascinating story to hear what's been going on this year, and, and good has come out of it. And some very, very fine albums have come out. I mean, obviously you've had Weathering the Storm, and I know, Esther, you've got something that's about to be released soon. So some, some great recording and, and work has come out of lockdown. You haven't all sort of withered away and just thought, woe is I. You actually worked hard to have a body of material ready to be listened to on the other side. Mm. Well, I don't know, Esther, have you had, have you felt um, 
like this has actually been a blessing in disguise kind of thing where you feel like you can you've had the space to create and and think about your where you're going with it all well um i think you after the initial shock do you remember when we were talking on whatsapp and uh you said oh i've got to get some gear and i said no it's out i'm not there i've the six i'm not there yeah. now and you went oh no no why what's happened what did he do i said no no everything's gone it's all closed <laughs> there and then, ding, you know it just went all overnight and then you get used to that and you start you know and you once you've stockpiled food for three armies and things like that <laughs> and, then, and you start you know it was a thing of clearing out finding diaries find, this is why as well i was thinking about talking about the acting and stuff because i'd got all my like I'd started clearing out journals and books and things and finding stuff I'd done and thinking, well, I'll put that on the website as well, you mm. know, and his history of you, you start to see yourself historically and artistically. That's great. And arts and crafts and things like that. Mm. But in fact, the music thing, um, of course, the first thing, yeah, I thought was, well, do some songwriting because um, when I was working with Duncan, of course, you know, that was all original material. So, um, you know, it didn't come up. And I I, I said to his son, I, you know, I never really sat down with Duncan and said, oh, you know, I want to write songs and or I'm writing songs. What do you think? Because he never really came up because when we when I went round to his, you know, we'd be talking about the we'd either be t- working on songs or talking about the gig or talking business or saying this is happening or me on the phone. So he, he never really came up. And of course, you know, now I thought well, this is the time to get some songs down. And um, I'd got a couple already. And then I did a couple of contrafacts, which is where you write as your own a different melody over existing jazz standards. Because I don't, I mean, I can use the piano as a tool, but I don't play it enough to accompany myself or, or work my way around harmony and chords. Listen online, on DAB and on smart speakers. Straight ahead with London's leading music venue, the 606 Club. And then Terence Colley um, put up an instrumental uh, on Facebook and YouTube. And I said, God, I love that. Can I write a, Can I write words to it? He'd got the tune and everything. He said, yeah, sure. I said, I've got a couple of others. Yeah. And I said, I've got, I've got a couple of others and um, I'm going to write one for Duncan. And he said, well, let's record it because, you know, he's been doing these, uh, he's been doing these lockdown, you know, recording mm sessions but also recording with singers and a band that's Terence Colley pianist yeah mm-hmm. and, and he said well why don't we record a couple and I said well he said well, why don't we do an EP and so what I'm doing with the Duncan thing and with uh the originals he's I'm going to do two EPs uh, and bring them out at the same time and the Duncan thing was going to be an album but it's with Sarah Moore and Daniela Kleins was also going to we, you know, we're going to do three tra- tracks each and, a, and one that we've recorded all together called A Great Day in Harlem. But of course, with the lockdown, Dan couldn't do her tracks and we don't know when really. So she's fine with that. that so we're just doing two EPs, me and Sarah with the group one, five tracks of Duncan's stuff, five tracks of my original, and um, I'll bring them out at the same time. You know, this downloading thing, it does make it a lot easier financially. You know, and EPs and are, are very, very current. A number of artists are doing four to six track EPs. And not only in jazz, you know, in, in, in soul as well. It's, it's a very current thing to be doing the EPs. 
I think it's a very consumable measure of tracks to take in and you know and people can play them and you're not oh, you don't have to give up necessarily an hour to listen to an artist's album you can listen to sort of 30 20 30 minutes and I think it's a fairly good idea it seems to be certainly gaining a lot of uh, traction at the moment so I think possibly it's a good time we listen to you again and I thought we'd go back to back actually we'll have you and the Kurt Elling track that you brought along so the next track we've got of yours is they can't take that away from me and uh, also if you can talk a little, little bit about the Kurt Elling track the uh, Freddy's oh. Yen for Jen. Well, I picked artists that have had an impact on me. Loads of people do, but, you know, there's ones that you, it's almost like study, you know, and it's part of your career. And I remember about 2,000 people were saying, you've got to listen to this guy, Kurt. Have you heard about this guy, Kurt Elling? Da, 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 da. And I bought the album Flirting with Twilight. They said, you've got to get this album, which is perfect in every way, if you have never heard it, that you did with Lawrence Hopgood. Uh, and standards, but the way he treats them and everything about his. And the, the, this Freddie's the End for Jen is a Freddie Hubbard composition that he put words to. It's not really a vocalese. He, he put words over the actual melodic composition. So I think, did and, it have a different name, didn't it, when it was Freddie? Wasn't it Delphia? With Delphia, Freddie? that's right. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Thanks. I couldn't remember. <laughs> and thank you for filling me in with your knowledge. I spend hours <laughs> on research. Oh, okay. <laughs> it and, helps um, have a host with now a life, you see. Well, this one, it's, you know, it's very, I like crafted things and it is very crafted, but it's this, I did, I taught for a year at Southampton, uh, just one-on-one singing. And it's one that you sit students down to and go, listen to this, because it's just, I mean, we might not have time for, are you going to play the whole track? Because it's long, isn't it? I intend to. It's only, right. it's only seven minutes by jazz stamp. Yeah. I mean, I've played 15-minute tracks on this show before, so we're, we're half, half chatter. So let's listen to you. We'll first of all, listen yeah. to Esther singing. They can't ta- take that away from me. And straight after that, we'll go in to Kurt Elling, interpreting Freddie Hubbard's Delphia with Freddie's Yen for Jen. The way you wear your hat The way you sip your tea The memory of all that They can't take that away from me The way your smile just beams The way you sing of key The way you haunt my dreams No, they can't take that away from me We may never, ever meet again On that bumpy road to love Still I'll always, always keep the memory of The way you held your knife The way we danced till three The way you've changed my life No, no, they can't take that away from me No, they can't take that away from me
The way you wear your hat The way you sip your tea The memory of all that They can't take that away from me The way your smile just beams The way you sing of key Like a fountain springing up around my eyes I love I'm in a shower of a lovely one She Makes the sun rise and set for me You're Gotta make her stay Because she got a wiggle that'll make a clock stop Or even when we're ever digging on, my baby's really getting me high. 
making me sigh and helping me fly back to the woman who could see. So Frankenstein, such a boy, living. Moxie is as Moxie doesn't. She is Moxie with the kind of Moxie love she's given. And I know she'll never ever need forgiving. Kisses it will make you think you're glad enough to be a man. Ah. And she giggles when she talks. And she's happy. If we go to the races and party or not. And she squeezes all the living daylights out of me. And if I ever should sever the tether that keeps us forever together, whenever a tear of a sorrow could weather the amorous passion that flashes from in her eyes, I'd be a dunce if I should ever try to walk or try to stray into any other woman's arms. Because I dig her kisses, the kind that I like is the warm and tasty and the good and cherry and I like them. And you would dig them too if you could ever get a kiss from my sweet miss. Kissing and kissing and so you'll never ever get a taste of heaven that I know and guarantee that you will never see. is what she brings to me. She is my sweetie. Kissing, loving, hugging that'll make you glad just to be a man. Love is wild in her. I confuse her love with the sea. She is a And to me it seems that she lives in a mystery Because I dig her kisses I dig her kisses They're never fictitious oh, 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 oh. And always the That'll make you holler Lovely that you're glad enough to be a man That'll dab at war, bob, 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 feed out wild Spray out wild War, bob, go back, um, bob, 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 bob,
So last Wednesday of the month, you're listening to a little trio on the show this week. Obviously, I've got my regular radio co-host, Joe Harrop, and we're joined this week, uh, this month on the show by Esther, Esther Bennett. We just heard her a moment ago with They Can't Take That Away From Me and the track that finished a few moments ago, Kurt Elling and Freddie's Yen for Jen. We've got one more of your tracks to play on the show this week uh, and a couple of others of your favourites too. But uh, let's talk about this Duncan project, shall we? Well, as you know, I sort of spent about eight or nine years really uh, doing the Duncan Lamont songbook. Mm-hmm. Uh, and incorporated other singers, Tina May, Sarah Moore. I mean, it did work out in a way that it wasn't financially viable always to do that. But, you know, when we could, we did. And did, you know, the 606 past birthday celebrations, um, Wavendon, uh, that was the best one I found because, you know, Cleo Lane was in the audience and then we all went and sat with her because, of course, they were friends and hadn't seen each other for years and that was really special that was a real sort of I looked after the stage at one point and I thought I wish my mum and dad were still here mm. really did that was a really special and she signed a photo for me and oh, that was amazing and yeah you know Pizza Express um, and places around Swansea Jazz I think I've said that but anyway we'll have, um, Wakefield and of course sadly as you know he passed away in 2019 mm. and um well, very quickly afterward, because his son being like his dad and most artists just get on with it, we, I said, well, t- I tentatively said, well, do, would you like to do a tribute gig? Um, he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also got uh, some the podcasting that Jazz Matters do. And, and he's very like, he said, well, yeah, yeah, I don't mind. And then once he starts, boom, the stories are out. He, he almost sort of like had, uh, his dad had sort of come into him, you know, he just, and and so we did uh, Wakefield again, and we did the Bullshead Barns, and they were great trib- little tribute gigs uh, of the songs, but with Duncan Junior telling stories in between, and of course, mm. like what stories he was telling them from his angle, and it was just and him playing sax, and um, yeah, so it's great. And I suppose the EP really, if we want to carry on doing. Um, I think Tina May is bringing an album out of his songs, so, so I don't know whether they'll want to do a show with that, which is fine. But if he wants, I'm sure he will. He, he's played some sax on my original EP thing, you know, um, and he's very like his dad. If I get the gig, they're there, you know. If I get the gig, he's there 100%, and I just leave it to them. You know, I used to have to always lead gigs, but I've learned that you just leave it to them, you know. And they'll come, yeah, they'll come to you. So, I mean, uh, and, if you want to. and social media, you should uh, tell us where people can find you. Well, on Facebook and Instagram, at Esther Sings. There we go. I mean, if you Google Esther, the best one is, I'm just redoing my website, like everybody says. Um, mm-hmm. The best one is if you Google Esther Bennett Jazz, Esther Bennett Jazz Singer, and, it, and a lot comes up there on my Facebook and everything. It's a nice little header on it as well. Perfect. And the website's going to be up and running soon, or the revised website. You're working on it now, are you? Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. No, I am, I am. There you go, yes. <laughs> you, you'll have to now. It's committed to radio, you'll have to. 
Can I just can I just add going back to the Duncan thing that I I went to see Esther performing with with Duncan Lamont Senior and uh, Tina Marie was on that gig as well a, a year or two ago now uh, and just what a legend he was I mean he was and he was he was getting on he'd been around the block a few times and he was just marvelous he was he he really just was um, you know. He, he was great on stage, wasn't he, Esther? And he had stories to tell, and and his yeah. songs are great. And 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 the girls got up and and, and did a grand job of, of interpreting. I mean, Esther interprets his songs so beautifully, and it's lovely to hear new music. But I just remember his he's just his energy, you know. And then at, at the end of the gig, he was he sat down. He was absolutely exhausted. <laughs> but, he, but when he was on stage, he was just like he was just marvelous. I hope that I'm like that. That age, you know. I mean, well, the day the day before he's six oh six. Well, the last, unfortunately, the day before he passed away, he did look frail. He didn't look well. But when he played, the mm. mates like Pete King, they play and they're just because the next day we were going to Plymouth. Um, you know, I uh, it's it's too long story, but I'd organised for him to write the theme tune for this art project through friends who were members at the six oh six. He's an artist in Plymouth. You know, when they have these elephants all around the town and they paint mm-hmm. them. And um, Elmer the Elephant was written by the same guy who wrote Mr. Ben. So, of course, when the artist was telling me about this, I said, I know exactly where you're going. Um, because Dave McKee, David McKee wrote it. It was, it was Duncan's best friend. So he threw it with his son and school kids that his son works with. They wrote Elmer. Elmer. Uh, <laughs> you know, so that was that really. That was a really not special thing for him because he'd been wanting to do something with it. And, uh, you know. Well, let's let's bring in you again, shall we? Uh, at 17, it's a lovely track that you recorded. Really lovely track. Yes, and, uh, and that plays next on Straight Ahead. I learned the truth at 17. Love was meant for beauty queens. The high school girls with clear skin smiles. Who married young and then retired. Valentines I never knew. Charades of youth Were spent on one more beautiful At seventeen I learned the truth And those of us With ravaged faces Lacking in the social graces Desperately remain at home Inventing lovers on the phone Who called and said come dance with me Murmured vague obscenity It isn't all it seems At seventeen A brown-eyed girl in hand-me-downs Whose name I never could pronounce Pity please the ones who serve They only get what they deserve The rich relation hometown queen she needs a guarantee of company and haven for the elderly.
seventeen To those of us who knew the pain Valentines that never came And those whose names were never called When choosing sides at basketball It was long ago and far away The world was younger than today Dreams were all that came for free To ugly duckling girls Like me As we come towards the end of our time with this, we've got a couple more tracks to play. But uh, and I know Joe will be talking a little bit later in the show about your gig down at the six a little bit later on. But uh, of course, Esther, you've been at the club since it's reopened. Mm. How does that feel? It's great. It's, ah. well, it's, I mean, I don't suppose it's going to be a great model for the club, you know, but it's Thursday to Saturday and all the tables are really spaced and it's calm and the lighting and through the TV. Um, Show, well, because, yeah, TV, because he's got the lighting rig, yeah, for the it, live streams. Well, it was done, set up by Tony Day TV, who's Daniela Klein's partner. He's a professional cameraman. Mm-hmm. So that was a family link. He used to do a lot of stuff with us and Duncan. So it looks great. There's loads of regular faces who are really pleased to be back. And it's everybody's happy to be there. So, you know, I mean, obviously, I don't suppose you can carry on like that. But it's just been lovely because everybody's so thrilled to be back and, you know, musicians and customers included. So it's been really nice, been really nice. People appreciating it a lot more, you know, like the, the live music and being able to go and see some live music. I think people are, the musicians are appreciating it, but some of the audiences, because you, you kind of don't know what you've got until it's gone, do you? Exactly and As soon that. as it was taken away, people are like, oh, gosh, we should have, you should know. Have made more of an effort while we yeah. could, Yeah. <laughs> But, but hopefully uh, it'll carry on like it'll get you'll be able to let more people in gradually i hope well, and of course, yeah, like i'm sure you know i'm sure i don't know i mean i just live in the moment but um yeah. i'm sure hopefully it will because you know and you'll yeah. be feeling the difference obviously joe so you've got a gig coming up in a few hours time uh down at six but you were one of the if yeah. not the first to do a live stream from the club weren't you, with no audience I did the first live stream with no audience, which nobody knew what it was going to be like. And it was, it, we warmed into it, let's say, but it was, um, you know, none of us had played for months and it was no audience there. So you had nothing mm. to bounce off and no applause at the end of songs, anything. It was pretty cold <laughs> to begin with. It was just joyful to right. play with good musicians. Um, and, you know, it was, it was a nice experience and great that, to be asked. And, and it does look really good and sound really good. Steve's got that nails you know the, the light yeah. and the um sound and everything so if they can do that as well as have people in the the club then that's that's kind of good because it means that the whole world can and can this join is, in these gigs and this is kind of the journey that we've been on through the course this year we've gone through the fact of no music then we've been through the the kind of lockdown version of gigs with just the mm-hmm. artists in and now we are okay limited numbers but at least public are back in again and you can hear applause and this feedback and there's atmosphere so yeah the world is coming back to us. The world of performing arts and jazz in particular is coming back to us and the clubs are suddenly beginning to reopen, get bookings, get gigs, and again through the power of social media. You can yeah. see all the clubs are starting to get some of the great artists back on again. So I did make me laugh a couple of weeks ago. As you know, I'm quite close friends with Vaz and his first gig, he took the wrong horn. 
It'd been that long, that oh, long since it was a ten. It, it was a ten oh, gig, and he took his altos. <laughs> it happens to the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about that, you reminded me. I, I, I said I offered. Well, I wasn't asked, but I want to do it. Can I do a cheeky plug for Terence and moving to go there? Of course, you can. Because as Joe knows, Terence, Carly, and Janet McConnell. Well, actually, that's where we met, didn't we? At Janet's jazz. We at- did indeed. Babe, we did. Venues, Jazz Cafe Pask, we love that, in the Polish centre. Mm-hmm. And one of Mood Indigo events, Janet and Terry have got this uh, company called Mood Indigo Events and they put events on, the, they have Janet's Jazz once a month at Pask. But meanwhile, their other venue, their main one of their main venues, Sunbury Arts. I've been there. No, yeah. not Sunbury Arts, Riverside Arts in Sunbury. You've that's been right. there? Yeah, I've been there. Sunday evening I've been there, yeah. I saw Sawa there. Well, that's op- oh yeah, of course. Well, that's opening up again, and they've got Jim Mullen coming up, and they've got Simon Allen. But he's also got this little jazz fest, jazz festival on Sunday, the thirtieth, Riverhouse Summer Jazz Fest in Walkmont Thames. Um, go on the site moodindigoevents.co.uk for details. And if they've got um, Nigel Price, Kate Williams, and Georgia Georgia Mancio that that project, and Tom Match Starazzi, I think. But yeah. um, you know, they do a great job. They, well, they do a great, they do a brilliant job. I mean, you know, they're, they're so busy and you need people like that. Their energy, Janet's energy, Janet and Terence's energy, and he's, of course, he's brilliant pianist, you know, great yeah. people. So I just wanted to give them a good old plug there. Yeah, no, absolutely. They are great. I've, I've worked with them a bit as well, and they're absolutely lovely and hardworking and, and they put on great events. So I'm behind that one. The world of jazz is uh, behind the scenes is full of people working so hard, isn't it? That's the bit that people often don't see, what it takes to put these gigs, festivals and clubs on. There's a lot of hard work that goes on. So, Esther, we finally got you on the show and we're going to play out with two more tracks. One of them, perhaps you can tell us about, Sarah Vaughan and her trio with the words can't describe. And after that, you with the lovely Duncan Lamont and the track will be Ain't Nothing Like the Blue. So why the Sarah Vaughan track? Just one of your big influences on her style? Well, the first album that made me go, oh... This is jazz singing. Of course, uh, I've loved all sorts of singers, you know, and we've had loads of influences. But it was the album Swinging Easy just blew me away in a jazz way. Uh, I went, oh, God, this is jazz singing, you know, every track. Uh, It was sassy and swinging and her vocal range, you know, and her purity of voice, everything about it just blew me away. Um, I could play one of the swingy tracks, but we've had some of those. So I pl- I'm, I'm playing, I've, I've asked to play the ballad and because I'd never heard of it before, words can't describe, it's just mm. beautiful the way she'll blend and bend notes in one note into another. It, it just, as a vocalist, blew me away and I thought, this is jazz singing, this is, you know, there's Ella, of course, and Billy and, of course, I was listening to all of those and I love Carmen McRae. But for me, Sarah Vaughan, it just, I've ne- I'd never heard anything like this album at all. And it was my first album. It was my first album as a jazz singer that you know made a massive impact on me. I nick bits, you know. That's, a, that, that's <laughs> a good enough reason to play it. I don't is know this the got... reason? Is this the reason that you kind of wanted to sing jazz? Was this one of the defining albums that that made you um, that made you say, "Yeah, this is what I want to do. This is I'm choosing voice over saxophone." Probably, yeah. You know, it, it was. It was. It had the biggest impact at the beginning uh, of any of the just well, well, of any of the albums I've listened to. I'm not saying there isn't, but, but Sarah Vaughan always will. I think Diane Reeves for me came in oh, yeah. next mm. daughter class, 
and these some of these young singers. But Tara Vaughan for me, everything about her, her, you know, I remember the old guys at Ronnie's who used to work on the door. They were they were all so fond of her more than anybody. You know, yeah. I just think everything about her was wonderful, and mm-hmm. I'm not using very expressive words, but you know, yeah, for me, I, really, yeah. Well, with a ramp like that, I think we should probably listen to Sarah Vaughan, along with her trio on Words Can't Describe. And after that, uh, we'll be playing Esther, along with Duncan Lamont and Ain't Nothing Like the Blues. And Esther, many thanks indeed for finally, finally getting the answer, making some time to come on the show. I've been wanting it for a good few months, as you know. It's been in the making, and finally we've got you here with us. So thank you ever so much for your time, and I can't wait to bump into you again down at the six. Words can't describe the way that I feel describe the dreams that you've made come true the wonderful things that we planned together
life ain't easy. Look around at anyone you choose, baby. There ain't nothing like blue. Happiness ain't guaranteed. We have to pay our dues, but baby, there ain't nothing like the blues. Smoke a cigarette and drink a glass of wine. Search for anything that maybe helps to pass. Time and try and stop the thoughts that race around your head. Try and stop that voice that tells you you'd the better day. Some are lucky, some are not, and some are born to lose. But baby. There ain't nothing like the Better day.
some of us are lucky, I feel some of us are not. I believe some are born to lose. But baby, there ain't nothing like the blues. I said, baby, there ain't nothing like the blues. Straight ahead with David Lewis. Next up we have a friend of mine tenor sax player called Fraser Smith and he has this great band called Fraser and the Alibis and I've got to say they are dynamite when you watch them play they are so funky and groovy they've got Joe Webb on the organ um, Gethin Jones on drums and Harry Sankey on the guitar um, and they're just groovy and if you ever get a chance to catch them they play these kind of cool little clubs like the Cable Cafe and Kansas Smitties and places like that and then we're going to hear from yourself aren't we with Dreamsville mm-hmm. well, let's get into those two Thank you. 
As ever, time seems to pass so very quickly on these two hours. That's the wonderful music that I think we get to play, and I hope you're enjoying what we've uh, decided to bring to the show for you this month. I'm obviously here with Joe Harrop, and we've been playing many of her selections this week, just as we heard from Joe herself there with Dreamsville, a Henry Mancini number. And I actually played something by Henry Mancini last week, The Streets of San Francisco. I'll be getting into to cop theme songs. Uh, and in <laughs> fact, The Six Million Dollar Man I played a few weeks ago because that was arranged by Oliver Nelson, which I didn't know. A listener got in touch and he said, do you know that that was arranged? And I didn't. It's a lovely number. Lovely number. Oh, I know. The work that went into those theme tunes. There was some wonderful incredible. music, wasn't it? Some wonderful music. Yeah, there really was. Yeah, big band. Yes, seen, exactly um, that. It's last, kind of, last year, was it last year? And, and the, or was it January? God, I can't even remember. It was just the joy of... of these songs this music and you think that was for a tv show you know 
I know. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of kitsch now, but they're still cool. So yeah. I've been playing a few of them on the show, and I've got another one. Laura at the Six has actually asked me to play oh. in a few weeks' time, so I'm going to dig out some more of those. So if you've been enjoying the, the uh, cop theme songs, there are more to come, I promise you. We've only got time for a couple more numbers on the show this week, and uh, both ladies we're going to be finishing with some beautiful numbers that uh, won't surprise you that the, the Queen of Ballads has chosen. Joe mm-hmm. Shirley Horn is next up. I love Shirley Horn. I just think she's got her own style, her own sultry way of singing and and making a song come alive. She She's another storyteller. Uh, this is something that's not one of her slow, 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 slow ballads, um, but this is a beautiful song called Watch What Happens. Cold, no, I can't believe your heart is cold. Maybe just afraid to be broken again.
and that's what I love about this show with Joe once a month is that uh, she educates me and brings artists to me that I don't listen to enough. Shirley Horn, watch what happens. And so in the blink of an eye, two hours has passed us and uh, it's been a busy month for you, I know, and it continues, doesn't it? In a few hours time, we get to see you yeah. in person. Very excited. We're going to be down at the 606 Club. So please, if you fancy it and uh, you can get down there into Chelsea, come down to the 606 Club and, and see us perform live. Um, you know, we, we, we'd we love to see you there. I, the social distance thing kills me because I just want to hug people when I see them. A few hours time, you can get to see Joe and her band, including Jamie. Uh, I'm sure we'll be playing some tracks from the album Weathering the Storm as well. And uh, as ever, Joe, it's been a delight having you with us. And just oh, I love it. One more. Well, you get to make another playlist in a month's time. And we've even muted <laughs> the idea that we might be able to do it in my studio together for the first time in months. It could possibly not be virtual. Wouldn't that be lovely? That would be good. So one more track. And it's uh, another lady, as I mentioned. To finish on the show this month, I'll hand it over to you. All right, we're going to finish with the incredible, soulful, bluesy voice of Etta James. And this is a song that could not be more appropriate about the British weather right now. Stormy weather. Joe, many thanks indeed. And we'll be back together with another Straight Ahead and the 606 Club next month, of course. And I'll be back with you next week with another two hours of wonderful music. Joe, I hope to see you in a few hours' time. And thanks for joining us as ever. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Take care. There's no sun up in the sky Stormy weather Since my man and I ain't together Keeps raining all of the time Oh yeah, life is bad weather and I just can't get my poor self together Since my man and I, me and my daddy ain't together. Keep trying.